What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments and securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. As many of you may have noticed, several former SPACs have been massively pumping shortly after the D-SPAC business combination. From below $10 to over $15 or even $20 in a matter of days. These are SPACs that had massive redemptions, meaning that investors didn't want anything to do with the company just a few days before the business combination. So what's going on? Are investors suddenly having an overnight change of heart just because the SPAC deal closed? Probably not. Most likely, these former SPACs are getting short squeezed. In this video, I'm first going to discuss why this short squeeze situation is happening so often to these D-SPACs. Then I'm going to go over a few examples of this happening in just the past month. And finally, I'm going to go over my game plan on how I'm approaching these short squeezes as a long-term investor. All this right after... I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donnie Nguyen and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, my channel is primarily about investing for growth. If you want to learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it, as it truly helps out the channel. And be sure to check out my Patreon if you want to get more insights into my growth-oriented investments, or if you just want to support the channel. And also, be sure to check out my free Discord to talk about SPACs and other stocks with other members of the Wolves of Investing community. So without further ado, let's get right into it. What is causing these D-SPAC short squeezes? First, there is a very high percentage of the redeemable common stock getting redeemed. As you all know, SPACs typically have $10 per share plus a little interest sitting inside a trust. And a few days before the business combination is expected to occur, SPAC shareholders can choose to redeem their shares for that $10 plus that interest. So if the common stock is trading below $10 on the cutoff date to redeem, let's say, for example, it's trading at $9.90. Many shareholders will choose to redeem them rather than take the $0.10 cent per share loss. Typically, this pool of redeemable shares represents the public float. Public float is all the shares that can be traded on the open market. For example, Let's say that the float was going to be 20 million shares if no redemptions occurred. Well, if 90% redemptions occurred, then now the float is only 2 million shares. 20 million shares is already considered low float. 
but 2 million shares is tiny. And low float stocks can be very volatile, which can cause them to move 50% or more in a matter of days. Low float stocks can be very volatile on the upside or the downside. So why are these DSPAC stocks mostly moving to the upside right after the deal closes? So that's where the short squeeze comes in. A short squeeze is what we all saw with GameStop earlier this year. It's when the short seller's position is going against them and they can't maintain their margin requirements, which triggers the broker to force them to cover their short positions at the higher price. Their forced buying creates upward pressure on the stock price. So who are these short sellers? Well, they can be anyone, of course, but if I had to guess, most of them are hedge funds betting heavily that the stock will drop because many of these are pre-revenue companies that may not have revenues for a few years, if ever. So they are prime targets for short sellers. And they can also potentially be some of the pipe investors. Pipe shares typically can't be traded until about a month or two after the business combination. Some pipe investors may short sell to lock in profits while their pipe shares can't be traded. For example, if the pipe got in at $10 and the stock is at $11, then they may want to short the stock to make sure that they can capture that $1 profit once their shares can be traded. At the end of the day, we don't know exactly who the short sellers are, but those are two likely candidates. Okay, so now that you know why and how these DSPAC short squeezes are occurring, let's take a look at some examples. Here's a cybersecurity company called IronNet, ticker IRNT. It completed its business combination with the SPAC, LGL Systems Acquisition Corp. on August 26. There were 15.9 million shares redeemed, representing 92.3 of the shares with redemption rights. So that leaves only around 1.3 million public float shares. That's an extremely low float situation. From the August 26 low of $9.99, it went to an intraday high of $47.50 on September 16th. That's a gain of 375% in 15 trading days. The stock has come down a lot since then, but it's still around $26. Here's another company called Arkit Quantum, ticker ARQQ. It completed its business combination with the SPAC Centricus Acquisition Corp on September 3rd. There were 32.4 million shares redeemed, representing nearly all of the shares with redemption rights. An investor in the sponsor had to step in to purchase 2.2 million shares on the open market. So there are around 2.2 million shares in the public float. Another very low float situation. From the September 3rd low of $8, it went to an intraday high of $41.52 on September 23rd. That's a gain of 419% in 14 trading days. This stock has also come down a lot since then, but it's still around $19. One more example is a deep sea minerals exploration company called The Metals Company, ticker TMC. It completed its business combination with the SPAC Sustainable Opportunities Acquisition Corp on September 9th. There were 27.3 million shares redeemed, representing over 90% of the shares with redemption rights. 
So there were only around 2.7 million shares in the public float. From the September 9th low of $10.25, it went to an intraday high of $15.39 on September 13th. That's a gain of 50% in three trading days. This stock has also come down a lot and is only trading around $5 per share. All right, so what is my game plan? Well, I'm mainly a long-term investor, so the main thing for me is to recognize these pumps so that I don't get caught on the wrong side of a potential pump and dump. If there is a de-SPAC stock that I like, that I think is going through a squeeze, I need to be alert and ready for a potential price drop after the squeeze runs its course. Another thing that I might consider trying is to hold on to my highest conviction SPAC stocks past the merger if I think that there will be massive redemptions. What I've been doing lately on my higher conviction SPACs is selling or redeeming the stock pre-merger and just holding on to the warrants. So now, if I decide to hold on to the common stock through the merger, this is a risky play because instead of squeezing, the stock could just tank well below $10 and I might be left holding the bag. That's why I would only do this with my highest conviction SPAC target so that I can give them time to eventually turn a profit if it does tank. All right, so let me know what you think about the D-SPAC short squeezes. Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching and I will see you next time.